0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix. Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show we're going to recap week two of the NFL season, talk about a couple of major injuries, one of them directly impacting the Panthers, and take a look at the NFC South's current situation and where the Panthers fit in.
1: Now before we get into the games that happened on Sunday, I kind of want to talk a little bit about how some of the fans of Panther Nation reacted to Thursday's loss. Now I'm all for critiquing cam critiquing the team and everything
0: as we've done on this show
1: yeah i i have no problem with that i had a problem with people burning cam newton's jerseys like burning his name in effigy like he's been a great quarterback he's the best panthers starting quarterback of all time he's done great things in the community he's put his heart and soul into the game you've never seen him really quit on the team before He's put his body on the line. And for you to just, after a bad start to this season, you go ahead and start doing that, I'm fine talking, hey, maybe it's time to look in a different direction for next year. It's time to look in even this year. But to go that far, he's done well for us that he does not deserve that type of treatment.
0: For Charlotte sports fans, Cam Newton is a unicorn. We have never had a superstar on the Hornets, on the Bobcats, or on the Panthers until Cam. We've had stars. We've had, you know, Steve Smith was a star. Uh, Larry Johnson Alonzo Mourning were stars. You know, even Kimball Walker, you could say, was a star. Luke Keekly is a star. Cam Newton is a superstar. A mega superstar. An international superstar. He
1: crosses boundaries. He's had TV shows. Mm -hmm. He's a producer. He has, you know... Dannon yogurt for a while. I mean, he was on inter- like national TV shows and commercials.
0: He has made the Panthers relevant since he came into the league, where we weren't. I mean, we didn't lead SportsCenter until Cam got here. Hardly yeah. ever. Uh, that you know, two thousand three when we went to the Super Bowl. Even then, we barely led SportsCenter. We had kind of a an underdog feel to us that whole year. Um, Cam has made the Carolina Panthers dinner time conversation to a lot of people that have no that have nothing to do with Carolina.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, make fun of his little weird outfits and stuff. I mean, well, that's, that's...
0: where a lot of this comes from, right? Yeah. Is is the off the field stuff from Cam. Particularly when he dresses like a warlock or Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> you know, he he has a very distinct style that a lot of us don't understand. Particularly us middle-aged white guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't understand it. But, you know, he wants to be him. He wants to be unique. I have no problem with that. And like I said, I have no problems with critiquing his play on the field because that's really what he's paid to do. And just some of this hate is just a little extreme for a quarterback who's done so much for this team.
0: Burning the jersey is a time-honored tradition of douchebag sports fans. Yeah. And... To, to do that to Cam where, yes, question his future, right? Question whether or not he should be leading this team moving forward. But don't discount everything he has done for the Carolina Panthers since 2011. He's an MVP. He's taken us to a Super Bowl, multiple Pro Bowls. And like I said, he's made us relevant.
1: And he's fought through many injuries, he, many it, more than we've ever known about. He's probably- He flipped a truck and played the next game. He, he fractured in his back. He, did, he didn't play the next game. He played the week after.
0: Okay. He played, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> but still, I mean, even a week after.
1: Yeah. No, he, I agree.
0: He played with, what, a punctured lung or something? I mean, he has been just a warrior for us.
1: Yeah. So don't go burning his jersey and saying he's awful. He's never been good. He's been good. He's been great. He's been great. But it's okay to comment that he may be at the end of his career with us as the Panthers.
0: The Carolina Panthers are going to be in the record books because of Cam Newton in several statistical categories of quarterbacks. I mean, he has set records just multiple times. Even, and we'll get to it in a minute, but Kyler Murray of Arizona passed for 300 yards his first two games. Only the second quarterback to ever do that. Well, Cam... Passed for 400 yards his first Mm -hmm. two games. The only quarterback to ever do
1: that. And Kyler Murray is trying to get 300 next week Mm -hmm. to make it three games in a row. And guess who had the first three? Cam Newton. Exactly. So. So don't, don't,
0: yeah, you know, talk about him. Debate it. Don't burn his jersey.
1: Don't. Don't act like he was never good.
0: Don't cuss the man's name. Like he's not, there's no need to get so personal with it. You know, it's unfortunate that that's happening.
1: He's no Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell. He's put in the work. He's put in the time that this fan yeah. base needs to treat him He's better. not
0: even Andrew Luck, who's, who kind of abandoned the team right before the season started. True. I mean, he's, he's putting himself through hell trying to win games for us. And unfortunately, right now, doesn't seem to be paying off. But who knows six games down the road if he's figured it out.
1: I mean, the NFC is still wide open.
0: Those same fans are going to be buying New Cam jerseys if we're, you know, 6 and 2 6 weeks from now. Yeah.
1: And we can turn it around cuz what we're about to talk about, the NFC South is still up for grabs. It's not one team looks so dominant that we're not, you know, that we're out of it. Now, if we were in with the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, maybe, you know, new england patriots yeah we probably wouldn't have a chance at the division but
0: the nfc south is winnable yes and let's talk about it new orleans at the los angeles rams rams win 27 9 but before we talk about the game let's talk about the big news here drew Brees hurt tore his ucl in his thumb and he's gonna miss six weeks maybe a little more um If he misses six weeks, they have a week nine bye, so he'll probably be back week 10 against Atlanta or week 11 against Carolina Panthers. But this opens up the NFC South for everybody else. Everyone kind of assumed New Orleans could run away with this. Uh, We're going to do a little NFC South wrap-up here in a minute, but um, let's talk about the game itself.
1: Well, once Drew Brees went out, Teddy Bridgewater stepped in. You can tell a huge difference from Drew Brees to Teddy Bridgewater. I like Teddy Bridgewater, but he holds on to the ball a lot longer than Drew Brees. Drew Brees is always getting that ball out lickety-split. Not Teddy Bridgewater. He Once he stepped in, that defensive line for the Rams really started getting back there. Uh, sacked him twice for 16 yards, but it just felt like he was constantly under pressure once he went in there. Uh, don't know if when he starts practicing at with the starter if he'll get better but that's going to open them up to a lot more losses just him not being there there's another officials that kind of ruined the Saints now it wasn't that big the score was 27-9 but there was a fumble that was returned for a touchdown that was blown dead uh the ruling on the field eventually was it was incomplete pats they blew it dead while he was running it back for a touchdown. Then, upon further review, it was a fumble. It would have been a touchdown, but they already blew it dead. But they can sue again and everything, but it was one touchdown. They still lost 27-9.
0: It was, yeah, it was at a kind of a closer point of the game. I think that score would have put New Orleans up at that time um, and may have been a momentum changer for them. But just, a, you know, it's kind of... Funny that this uh, the officials played a big role again in a New Orleans Saints-Los Angeles Rams game with the Saints getting the bad end of the stick. Yep. It's just kind of funny. I mean, as Panthers fans, we take a little bit of joy in Saints fans' misery. (laughs) I'm not going to pretend like I didn't.
1: Well, I also want to bring up Alvin Kamara. Everybody says he's so great. You know, he, he rushed for 45 yards against them and only had... Let's see here, 15 yards receiving. Yeah. McCaffrey had how much? 209?
0: Yeah, against the same team. So both both Kamara and CMC had a down week two, I guess. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Kamara is with Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterback. That offensive line looked bad. You have to wonder if Drew Brees makes up for that offensive line a little bit by how quickly he makes decisions and gets the ball out. Teddy Bridgewater's not that guy, so... You're going to see real quick how good that offensive line is.
1: Yeah, I think Drew Brees may go down as one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time, Mm -hmm. if not the most accurate. So, he's a big... Teddy Bridgewater is a big step down.
0: Drew Brees, pretty good quarterback for a 5'3 guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moving on to the next game here, Philly at Atlanta. Atlanta did get the victory 24-20 against Philly. Um, This was a good... well. This was an entertaining game to watch, particularly down the stretch. Atlanta scored with about two minutes left on a little screen pass to Julio. He took it all the way in. And then Philly came right back and would have scored a touchdown had Nestle Aguilar caught a a wide-open pass with a straight line to the end zone. He missed it. Uh, They ended up going fourth down and uh, sack, I think, and game was over. But... uh, Atlanta tried to give that away. Matt Ryan with three interceptions. He did have three touchdowns as well. Typical Matt Ryan game. He looks great. Sometimes it looks terrible the other times. But uh, unfortunately, Atlanta did win this one.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was kind of surprised Philadelphia's running game didn't really do much. Last week, Minnesota passed the ball only eight times and still won the game. This week... I mean, they just rushed all over Atlanta. And this week, they rushed 21 times for only 49 yards. I don't know if it's Atlanta's rushing defense got better or if Philly's rushing scheme just isn't good.
0: Yeah, Philly did a lot of work on their running backs in the offseason. Hasn't really paid dividends for them so far.
1: No. And Atlanta doesn't have a rushing attack either. They rushed 17 for 57. 3.4 3.4 yards per carry, but still, that's not that good.
0: After week one, Dan Quinn led the Vegas odds for first coach to be fired. Hmm. So I don't know if those odds have gone up or down after this win. I'd imagine they've gone down a little bit, but he's on the hot seat for sure. And
1: It's like our preview earlier on the coach's hot seat. Him and Ron Rivera, if they don't make the playoffs, they're gone. I just don't see either one of them surviving another losing season and not making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of him and Ron Rivera, let's look at the NFC South as it stands right now before we go into the rest of the games of Week 2. Um, one and one for everyone in the NFC South except for the Panthers, who are 0-2. Unfortunately, the Panthers have already lost a division game against the Bucks. But with Breeze going down, the Falcons kind of wishy washy and nobody really knows what the bucks are, but I don't think they're gonna be very good this year, this division is up for grabs.
1: It is. I if Cam can get his ship right, start looking better, this team this roster's solid. Even if Cam's not MVP Cam, this team can make a run.
0: Yeah, and and maybe that's what it is. Maybe Cam just needs to understand his limitations at this point. And maybe we need to go to that offense that we were running for the first six games of last year, first eight games of last year, where it's just dink and dunk.
1: And occasionally throw down. I, I still think we need to try to stretch the field, which Curtis Samuel keeps beating guys deep, so that seems to be a chance.
0: The difference between this year and that year, though, is Cam was running a little bit. Yeah. So far, he hasn't run at all. So I still think that he needs to figure out how to incorporate that into his game. He looks... I mean, I've heard some people say that he looks scared. He does not want to get hit. I don't know if it's the shoulder. I don't know if it's something else. But he needs to get over that. This is football. He's going to get hit. But he needs... If it's a productive hit, then I think that's worth it.
1: Yeah. Uh, He has to really kind of get back on the horse. Yeah. He he has to start playing fun. So I don't know what that requires him to do, but
0: if he does, then the Panthers are right back in this thing.
1: Yeah. The Saints. Okay, if Drew Brees misses 6 games. They play Seattle.
0: That's a loss.
1: <laughs> they play the Cowboys. That's a loss. I hate saying that. Cowboys are good. I know. Buccaneers? Eh, you probably don't a, probably a win, but you, maybe you a You really loss. don't know if they're yeah. at home I mean they they surprised us. Uh Jaguars. Nah, okay. So Bears.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's probably a loss. And Cardinals. Who knows? Maybe by then Kyler Murray's on track. So So not an easy schedule.
1: No, it's not. It's a I mixed mean, even play.
0: at best that's a three and three schedule with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. And let's Which would put them at four and four and I mean if we're four and four by that time then I'm okay with that.
1: Okay. And now let's look at Atlanta. Okay. Okay. They go Falcons or Falcons. Falcons go to the Colts.
0: Okay. That's a tough game.
1: Uh, Titans,
0: tough game, Texans, tough game, Cardinals, maybe, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Rams, tough game, Seahawks. All right. That's a tough schedule.
1: That that's five games out of six that are very tough.
0: Yeah. Now look at what's ours.
1: So we go to the Cardinals. Okay. That's we... a, that's a win. <laughs> Should be a win. Then Texans, that's a tough game. Tough game. Jaguars with the well, 70s porn star that's a quarterback. Win. Uh Buccaneers again.
0: Okay. In London.
1: 49ers looking good. And then Titans.
0: Okay. So I see 4 and two
1: so yeah, we are not out of this. There's not a team that I say we can't beat on this.
0: So that could that would put us at four and four. Yeah, and so, that put us right in the mix.
1: So if we can get our offense get clicking, we can make a run. We're only one game out.
0: That's true. Of all the doom and gloom, everybody's got a loss in this division. Mm-hmm. At least one, and we're only a game out. Even though we do have a division loss. The Bucks are going to get division losses. It's yeah. not, they're not going 6-0 in the division.
1: This division is way too tough for that.
0: Right. So, But it becomes a little less tough with Drew Brees out for a significant period of time.
1: Yeah. Well, that's all I've got for the NFC South. I say we go ahead and take a quick break, and then when we get back, we'll go around the rest of the league. Sounds good. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris. I'm Beth. And I'm Matt.
0: Join us every Wednesday for Wasting Time, our podcast where we talk about pop culture, life, and our favorite things.
1: From the movies we love to the TV shows we're obsessed with.
0: And from politics to parenting to whatever else is on our mind. Give us a listen each Wednesday and then find us on Facebook and Twitter to tell us what you're loving.
1: We're part of the Big Heads Media Group and we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Come waste some time with us.
0: And we are back. So let's go around the league. Start off with Seattle at Pittsburgh. Seattle wins 28-26. Again, another big headline here. Big Ben out for the season. Yeah. Tore his UCL as well, but in his elbow. He might require Tommy John surgery, which if you're a baseball fan, you know, usually means the end of at least a full season for a pitcher. Um, That's a big blow to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are 0-2.
1: And you kind of wonder... If he's going to come back, ever. He's up there. He's 38. Yeah, he's up there in age. He's flirted with retirement before. I mean, you never know. I was hoping they would sneak this one out as someone who just hates the Seattle Sea Chickens. Yeah. But, you know, Mason Rudolph did pretty good in his cleanup duties. 12 for 19. He was was efficient. 112, two touchdowns, one interception. They almost
0: pulled the win out.
1: Yeah. Uh, They failed on a two-point conversion to tie it, which that happens.
0: A lot of two-point conversions this week. Yeah, or it attempts. kind of brings up
1: a, a league kind of conundrum of what's happening. Um, yeah.
0: All right, let's go to the next game. New England at Miami, 43 nothing. New England. Tankapalooza is in full effect oh, for man, Miami. Miami, they're so close. They're so close. <laughs> Here's a fun stat New England is plus 73 so far in points differential, <laughs> Miami, negative 92. <laughs> Negative in two games. Uh,
1: it's 102 to 10 is their score for two games. That's crazy. Uh, all you Panther fans that are are throwing timber tantrums, imagine being a Miami fan right now.
0: Yeah, zero hope. Um, Antonio Brown did make his debut for the Patriots in this game. Pretty much played one. I mean, he played several snaps. Uh, Had a really good first series, caught three balls, had a touchdown in that first series. He ended up with four catches for 50-something yards and a touchdown. They didn't use him a ton. My question here is, is this a natural just sort of work him into the offense over the next couple of weeks type of thing? Or is this, let's not get too used to having him because he could be taken away at any time
1: yeah especially uh we're recording this on monday that they have found some more issues in his past with some with a woman
0: sports illustrated did a feature and i guess they talked to a bunch of antonio brown's former employees uh contractors things like that they found that not only is he kind of a dick, he wasn't paying a lot of his former people, he had to settle a lot of lawsuits, but they did find a woman who accused him of some sexual misconduct. Apparently she was hired by him to paint a mural, and while she was working on her knees, she spe- specified, he came up to her completely naked with a towel covering his gentleman sausage, and... <laughs> <laughs> It's not, this isn't funny, Jerry.
1: I've never heard gentlemen sausage. This isn't funny,
0: Jerry. This is a serious conversation.
1: I want to know the mural. <laughs> I want to know what the mural yeah, is. Yeah, I know. Now. What was she painting?
0: <laughs> but, you know, that's obviously not a cool thing to do to a no. woman. Um, so that that has been brought to light. And we'll see. The NFL starting their investigation into Antonio Brown into the other sexual assault charges against him so we'll see if this has any bearing but it's quite possible that antonio brown does not play 16 or you know 15 games this year it's quite possible antonio brown doesn't play another game this year yeah it just depends on how this thing goes it's completely up in the air
1: yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play again as someone who is being wrecked by him in fantasy i really hope he doesn't winner
0: (laughs) Alright, let's move on. Baltimore at Arizona. Arizona is our next opponent, so I thought we'd talk about this game a little earlier in our lineup here. Uh, Lamar Jackson, oh, by the way, 23-17, Baltimore wins. Lamar Jackson with two passing touchdowns, 120 rushing yards. Fun fact here, Baltimore 6-0 and when Lamar Jackson outrushes the entire opposing team. Which he did in this game.
1: Well, it's wouldn't be that hard to outrush the whole Arizona Cardinals when they only ran the ball eleven times. Yeah, well. So the Carolina Panthers facing them next week. I know we've had a trouble containing the run. We probably won't have that issue next week.
0: This truly could be a get right game. (laughs) It it really could for Carolina.
1: Now, we've talked about Kyler Murray going for three hundred yards in his first two games. Mm -hmm. He threw forty times last week for 25 out of 40, 349, no touchdowns. It's the
0: hallmark of a bad team when your quarterback's throwing that much and you're losing consistently.
1: Well, they've only lost twice. Both times were a little... Actually, too- they've only lost once. Oh, you are correct. I apologize. They have
0: not won yet, but they only lost once. They are one 0-1-1. Oh, oh, one one.
1: It is a symbol of a bad team, but they are, they're at least competing, which is way better than they were last year.
0: They're entertaining. Yeah. Kyler Murray is expected he's a rookie quarterback you should not be expecting the world from him and i think so far he's playing pretty well for what he is
1: i mean as panthers they should look at larry fitzgerald and christian kirk both have had really stellar first games first two games so
0: and and one of your favorite panthers of all time on the arizona cardinals demir bird
1: demir bird is uh getting a nice little action in there too
0: little shout out to justin yeah (laughs) we'll see if he listens (laughs) <laughs> All right, next game, KC at Oakland, KC 28, Oakland 10. Now, Raider, Raiders started out hot here.
1: Yeah, they were up 10 nothing in the first quarter, and I was like, wow, they looked solid. They looked solid last week. Maybe they're going to be a decent... And then Kansas City just turned on the Jets. And, <laughs> and just then the blew second the quarter happened. <laughs> <laughs> then Patrick Mahomes was like, oh, yeah, I play like a video game. Let me just chuck this ball downfield all the time.
0: 28 points in the second quarter for KC, and that's all they needed. <laughs> Oakland shut them out for three quarters. That, that's one way <laughs> you could look at this. Did they shut them out, or did
1: Kansas City just was like, yeah, we're going to flip on cruise control now?
0: Yeah, so four touchdowns for Mahomes in that second quarter. Just, He's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, Next game, Dallas at Washington. Dallas 31, Washington 21. Here's a statement that I wish I was not going to be making. The Dallas Cowboys are a damn good football team.
1: Yeah, that roster is solid. And with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, Dak Prescott looks like more than just a serviceable quarterback, which I thought he was. This is is a contract year for him, too. Yeah, he looks kind of dangerous. I I still hope they pay him thirty something million.
0: They're going. They're gonna have to at this point. I mean, he's played. He's played like he's earned it the first two games. Yeah. Uh, because if, if, they if this ha- is who he is now, then that, that's really unfortunate. Because Dallas is gonna be good for several years. I
1: don't think so. Uh, even okay. If I, have, I mean, I hope you're right. If they have to pay him thirty million dollars, they just paid Zeke top tier money. I think it was. Roughly fifteen million a year. Six, uh sixteen. Sixteen million a year. That's a lot of money wrapped up in two guys in two positions. And then you got probably Amari Cooper's out.
0: Amari Cooper's not gonna be on this team next you year.
1: You spent a lot of money on Jalen Smith.
0: But they don't need Amari Cooper really.
1: Leo Collins got a discount on, but that's still ten million a year. I mean
0: They got a lot of money wrapped up in just a few guys, but if Dak is this good for the rest of the next few years, all those guys are deserving of that money.
1: Uh, yeah, you're so, right.
0: Uh, Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator. Now, he was, he was with the Cowboys as a quarterback.
1: Yeah, he was a backup with the quarter, uh, backup quarterback a couple years ago. Uh, he was the quarterback for Boise State a, quite a few years ago when they were constantly mm-hmm. national title contenders.
0: That's right. The blue field. The blue field. Kellen Moore is 30 years old. He was 11 years old when Tom Brady came into the league. Aww. Tom Brady, still out there killing it. Kellen, <laughs> Kellen Moore had an entire career as a backup quarterback.
1: Well, there's already buzz of Kellen Moore getting a coaching, a head coaching job soon. So, mm. even as one year as an offensive coordinator. Well, now, let's flip to the other side of the ball. We're going to spend a little longer on this game, just because I want to ask you a question. When does Dwayne Haskins start, or... When does Jay Gruden get fired?
0: So Jay Gruden, I talked earlier about Dan Quinn vaulting to the top of the agent or uh, coaches to be fired list. Mm-hmm. Jay Gruden was the guy that he passed to, to get to number yeah. one. So they're going to be flip-flopping until one of them gets fired. I would expect Jay Gruden to be fired at some point during this season. Unless Dwayne Haskin comes in and starts setting the world on fire, which... Based on his preseason, that will not happen.
1: So, do you think they need to start Dwayne Haskins sooner rather than later? If I was sooner? them,
0: I'd start him now. I You're not going anywhere, especially in that division. So, if I'm Jay Gruden and I'm trying to keep my job, this would be my Hail Mary. Let's get Dwayne Haskins in there and see if he can kickstart this offense and win a few games. I mean, you get him in there, you win four or five in a row. That's... That's not going to happen. But if it did...
1: If you win four or five games, let's just put it that way.
0: No, win four or five games, I think he still gets fired. But, no, I like, but if, if Haskins comes in and he plays really well, then I could see Jay Gruden getting a little bit more of a lease on life there. If, if I'm them, I, I bring him in now because you're not going anywhere without him.
1: Yeah, but at the plays devil's advocate here, if you put him in... And he, you destroy him. I mean, you're going to lose games with a rookie quarterback.
0: But what does Jay Gruden care? Because you're not he's going to be fired anyway. Hmm. So bring in Dwayne Haskins and see what happens. Let's move on. Okay. Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay wins this one 21-16. Kind of an ugly game.
1: Yeah. Uh, early, Green Bay jumped out 21 nothing. Thought they were just going to cruise like the old Green Bay and then... They just sat. They just didn't look like what they did in the first half or first quarter. Yeah, here's,
0: here's a note that I have on this game. Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback. Check. I, I stand by that. He's not a good quarterback. I'm I, sorry. He's not worth the $27 million a year he's making guaranteed, all that money guaranteed.
1: He's Kirk, not worth it. Kirk Cousins is a starting quarterback in the league.
0: That's the best thing you can say about him.
1: He is a serviceable style quarterback.
0: He is a backup quarterback who is starting and making starter money.
1: He always puts up. He, in
0: fact, he's making superstar money.
1: Yeah, he's put. He puts up like gaudy numbers sometimes, while well, he did in Washington. But he doesn't win games.
0: No, nah. he, he's he's not a winner. He looked bad in this game. Um,
1: he's a stat patter.
0: Yeah, he is. Adam Thielen had a pretty good game. Stefan Diggs had one catch, and it happened to be a long touchdown. But he overthrew him, underthrew him six other times. He had seven targets. Just didn't look good. Let's go to the other side of the ball, the other quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. He was seen jabbing at his coach a little bit, very reminiscent of him, Mike McCarthy, the last few years. Is Aaron Rodgers the problem here, or are all these coaches – not good with Aaron for Aaron Rodgers
1: Uh, you gotta wonder I it it seems like he's the problem because there's a lot of players that have come out against him too saying that he is the problem
0: that's right some of some people came out over the last offseason and talked about Aaron Rodgers in a pretty negative light
1: yeah I he may be a great quarterback overall but
0: He, he well he is let's not even say he may be like oh, he's it, a Hall of Fame quarterback you
1: are correct yeah. that that may have signified that I was thinking he wasn't great he is a great quarterback yeah. but he may not be a great team player that he only gets one ring because of that
0: and I think he would get a pass on that if they were consistently winning but they haven't won in a while Mm-mm. and they haven't been a good team in several years
1: no and they have some talent now they have to Aaron Jones is their, a solid running back they their have,
0: defense is very good.
1: Yeah, they look a lot better than they have in the past.
0: That defense is maybe going to carry them this year to whatever record they end up with. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to the next game here. San Francisco at Cincinnati. This was a blowout. San Francisco 41, Cincinnati 17. San Francisco's good. Yeah. Jimmy G had a great game.
1: Yeah. Last week he didn't have such a great game. This week he does. I mean... I'm wondering if he's a hot and cold quarterback like we have so many in the league. Well, he missed
0: so he missed pretty much all of last season, and he didn't really play in the preseason much. So this could just be him kind of getting back to being Jimmy Jesus, and we'll see. <laughs> I know a good stat here, San Francisco had 259 rushing yards in this game. <sighs> Cincinnati had 25. That's going to get you a win every time.
1: Yeah, it really is. You kind of also wonder, how bad is Cincinnati?
0: Cincinnati's bad. Now, Cincinnati looked pretty good in week one. mm -hmm. They did not look good here at all. No. And this was in Cincinnati.
1: Uh, Andy Dalton threw for 400 yards in the first game. He didn't come near that in the second game. Ryan Finley lit up the preseason. Mm -hmm. You kind of wonder if...
0: Quarterback controversy? I was going
1: to say, in a couple weeks, if they don't win a game, why not... Let's be honest, Andy Dalton's never going to lead them to the Super Bowl. No. No. <laughs> so uh, you kind of wonder do you do they test the, you know, rookie to see if he has anything to go forward? Well,
0: they've got a first-year head coach here too. Mm-hmm. Who did not draft Andy Dalton.
1: Nope.
0: Doesn't really have any loyalty to Andy Dalton. Nope. So if they, you know, are six losses in 8 weeks into the season, I could easily see that happening. I can too. Let's move on here the Los Angeles Chargers. At the Detroit Lions. Detroit wins this one 13 to 10. Uh, I'm a little surprised that the Chargers lost this one. Sort of. Yeah. Th- this is kind of the Chargers' emo.
1: Yeah. They gave up the game. Yeah. My dad is a huge, lifelong Chargers fan. I'm As- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and when he watched the game and it happened, he said the same thing. He goes, I expected this. This is what the Chargers do. Yeah.
0: Detroit had a late touchdown here to Kenny Galladay and then Rivers had a really bad interception to kind of end the game so not a great not a great game for the Chargers here um,
1: especially considering they were Super Bowl picks people thought they were getting you know, very
0: very high on them and they, and they still could be Yeah. but like I said this is kind of what the Chargers do Yeah,
1: and the injuries are racking up too safety Adrian Phillips broke his arm during the game he's out indefinitely he was filling in for Derwin James who's already on IRR I mean yeah.
0: that position is cursed yeah Who was it that we were talking about the other day that, oh, Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Could be a trade target.
1: Yeah, that's maybe a solid pickup for them. It depends on, you know, their other safety position. I'm not too familiar with them, but.
0: My bold prediction is that that happens.
1: Okay. (laughs) Next game.
0: (laughs) Uh, Indy at Tennessee. The Colts win this one 19-17. Jacoby Brissett with three touchdowns. Does this mean the Colts are good or Tennessee is Tennessee?
1: Colts are good. The Colts have a good roster.
0: They do have a, they have a very good roster. And I
1: think Jacoby Brissett is a solid quarterback, and I think they could they can make the playoffs. They can make a run. I don't think they're Super Bowl mm-hmm. contenders right now, but I think they can make a run. I do want to touch on before the game the fire that happened with the pyrotechnics. Did you <laughs> yeah, see that? Yeah, I saw that. Okay, I, I just didn't want to gloss over <laughs> I guess there was a malfunction in the pyrotechnics, and there was a huge fire on the sideline that pillowed black smoke throughout the crowd. I was like, "Woo!" it's got to be scary coming out to a field all pillowed in black smoke. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, check it out on YouTube. It's yeah. pretty, that's pretty wild. Luckily, no injuries were reported that I know of.
0: Now, if you said, like, Andrew Luck is a 90. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett,
1: an 80? I would say 85. I really like the So not the kid. that big of a drop-off. No. He's, I, supposedly, there was teams calling and offering a first-round pick for him last year. Yeah. And the Colts denied it. I, they didn't know what was going to happen. Good on them. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's move on to the next game here. Buffalo at the Giants. Buffalo 28, New York 14. My only note here is the Daniel Jones era will begin very soon in New York.
1: Yes, I agree with that. I see him starting fairly soon. I think you have to. Uh, Eli looks bad. Yeah, it's it's time to hang him up.
0: I saw the coach would not comment on who the starter would be in week three. That's a pretty sure sign that if it's not going to happen this week, it's going to happen really soon. Yeah, and it should honestly. Eli's. I saw if if the if Eli starts in week three and they lose then he will have a losing record for his career. Yeah.
1: Another thing I want to jump on before we move on to the next game, Buffalo, 2-0. and Looking yeah. good. They have a good defense. Their offense is putting up points. They have a potential for a wild card spot here.
0: Panthers North doing much better than Panthers South.
1: Yeah, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have put together a good roster up there.
0: If they make the playoffs and the Panthers don't, God forbid, uh, that's going to be my team.
1: Yeah, that, for the that's playoffs. That's the team I root
0: for in the playoffs. I agree. Yeah, um, couple more games here. These are we're gonna these these share a theme. Chicago at Denver. Chicago wins this one 16 to fourteen. Now Chicago won on the last second field goal, mm-hmm. and by last second I mean maybe there wasn't actually a second left. They got pretty <laughs> lucky with the time operator, the referees. Um, basically they went down and time was running out and somehow they got a timeout in, I don't know, but, uh, Chicago perennially a kicker, you know, a place where kickers go to die. Well, they had one come up pretty big for him in this game.
1: Yeah. Eddie Panero. Yeah. He, they were talking about getting him, you know, getting somebody else to replace him in the preseason and well, just made a good kick.
0: His nickname... It's going to be Eddie De Niro for Eddie Money. Okay. Because he is money.
1: Now, the big thing I want to talk about is Denver went for two to take the lead. I don't remember the exact seconds, but they went up by one by making it. It seems like that's happening more and more where teams are preferring to try to go for the win in the last minute or so instead of going for the tie.
0: Yeah, uh, and they probably should have won this game. Yeah, it was kind of funny the way it happened. So they, Flacco hits Emmanuel Sanders for the touchdown. They go, uh, they go thirteen twelve, and they decide they're going to go for two. Mm-hmm. So they line up and they get a delay of game.
1: <laughs> How do you get a delay of game on that? That's bad. That's bad
0: coaching. Bad it's... coaching, and bad on Flacco. Mm-hmm. So they get backed up five yards. They send their field goal kicker out. They're going to kick the extra point. There's an offsides. <laughs> Oh, oh, by the way, they missed the field goal. Okay, so Chicago would have won right there. Uh, yeah, Chicago would have won right there. They missed the they missed the extra point, but there's an offsides. Moves them back up five yards. They send Flacco and <laughs> the offense back out there, and they end up converting the two point conversion. They go up fourteen to three. There's an in, there's a flag on Chicago's drive. They end up getting in a field goal range, win the game on that iffy clock. Situation, so just a really weird ending to this game.
1: Yeah, it really was. I, I was just dumbfounded watching it. Just okay, that's how it runs. I, I assumed Panera was going to miss it just to add more drama to their kicking of situation. Of course. <laughs> I mean, we
0: all expected that. If You would have taken bets before that kick. Guaranteed, you would have won.
1: And then he would have been out of a job.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't even have been able to take the flight home. <laughs> All right, uh, another two-point conversion where a team did not win. Jacksonville at Houston. Houston squeaks this one out, 13-12. to uh, Really surprising how close this game was considering Jacksonville's on their backup 70s porn star. Minshew. G- Gardner Minshew <laughs> quarterback. Um, now,
1: now, if you haven't seen pictures of him getting off the team plane.
0: Do yourself a favor.
1: And Google it. Yep. You will completely understand why we're calling him the 70s porn star quarterback.
0: Yeah. uh, It's almost (laughs) impressive.
1: It is. It's like he's playing Halloween early. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, Jacksonville scores late here, and they go for a two-point conversion. And instead of trusting in Minshew, which they should have done, they gave the ball to Leonard Fournette, and he got stuffed. And instead of... Kicking a field goal or kicking an extra point, going into overtime, they decide to go for the win on the road, mm-hmm. which is tough. But I, I think you always hear, "Go for the win on the road, go for the tie at home." That's sort of, that's sort of the coaching I, philosophy. You
1: have your defense is considered your strength, right? Right. You've got to bank on them. Yeah. They they've shut down Houston. Houston's a good offense. If you've already shut them down that much, why would you not go for the tie at that point and say, "I have faith in you defense." Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm
0: surprised at how close this game was. But, uh, yeah, Houston did squeak out a win there. Um, yeah, a, a week full of two-point conversion, potential uh, game-altering. Game
1: and you kind of wonder, is this the way the NFL is going? Where anytime you're down by one, you get that last touchdown. Are more coaches just going to go for it?
0: I think the stats say you should. The stats have always said you've got like a 55% chance of converting a two-point conversion.
1: Hmm.
0: Which, if you do it every time, you're going to come out ahead. You know? Yeah. So, you may not win games on it, but over the course of history, you're going to come out ahead by going for the two-point conversion every single time.
1: But then again, if you kick the extra, or the extra point, you tie, and then you go into overtime and tie it. I mean, that half game, that, that won the Panthers a division one year. That's true. I mean...
0: That's true. Yeah, it's scary to go for it because you're either going to lose or you're going to win. Yeah. You kick the extra point, well, you've extended your life a little bit. Mm-hmm. So most of us are going to choose that option. You know.
1: I, I guess it also falls on whether or not the teams feel they have a two-point conversion that can really win them the game.
0: Yeah, not every team has a Philly special. Yeah. And tonight we have Cleveland at the Jets. Uh, let's just do a quick prediction here. I say Cleveland, 35, Jets, 8.
1: Wow, that was a you like going for those big spreads. I was going to go Cleveland, 24, Jets, 12.
0: All right, and that is it for week two.
1: Well, thank you for listening to Meow Mix Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Meow Mix Podcast or email any questions or comments to meowmixmailbag at gmail.com, which next episode we do have a couple emails coming in for it and if you like our show please like subscribe and tell your friends
0: we will be back on thursday keep pounding